Hello and welcome to Faith Fire Media. It's been a few weeks, but we're back and uh, really geared up for how God is, is really ministering to his body. Praise the Lord. Today we're going to talk about a concept which is really simple. I think a lot of us need this kind of comfort that there is a way for you to find the truth. Praise God. We're going to talk about it today. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. How do we find the truth? How to find the truth? How to find the truth? That is what we're talking about today. All right, so just to encourage you, you're not alone. A lot of people are confused, but I want to go into the Word of God. This morning, the Lord awakened me to this term, lapis lazuli. I don't know if you've ever heard this term, lapis lazuli, but I knew exactly what it was. It is a gemstone, and it's a gemstone that we find in a very specific place. It's in the breastplate on the ephod of the priest, the, the high priest, the one who would go before the Lord for the people to make atonement for them, the one who was the spiritual, let's say, guardian of the people of Israel. Of course, we know Jesus is our great high priest, and so we don't have to go back into those days, but let me talk to you from these scriptures. Let's go to Exodus 28, because you're probably wanting to know, oh, wow, how can I find the truth in times like these? Frank, how can I find the truth? Well, we're going to find it together because the Lord, through giving me that term, lapis lazuli, made it very clear to me that he's giving us insight onto how to find truth. Glory to God. So in Exodus 28, this is, this is a chapter where the Lord is ministering to Moses and they're in communion and the Lord is giving him a pattern. He's giving him the pattern for how the priests should clothe themselves. And so we should, as we know the Bible um, proclaims, we should be clothing ourselves in Christ. The Bible says, put on Christ. So we also should be careful of how we're clothing ourselves. So there's very much spiritual texture spiritual depth, spiritual food in this as we describe how we should be clothing ourselves. Amen. All of these speak to the character, the person, the presence, the power, the kingship, the lordship, the priority, the preeminence, and the supremacy of Jesus. All of these things speak to Jesus. Everything is for him, from him, and to him. Amen. We bless the Lord. So uh, it says, Exodus 28, verse 15, you shall make the breastplate of judgment artistically woven according to the workmanship of the ephod. You shall make it of gold, blue, purple, and scarlet thread and fine woven linen. You shall make it. This thing's made delicately. It's made beautifully. It's supposed to be, and it is a work of art. And Jesus is a work of art. He is God's masterpiece. Before we became a masterpiece, he's God's masterpiece. He is the son of God, the perfect lamb, the lamb who was slain. But listen to this. In verse 17, this is what the Lord says to Moses as he ministers to Moses in communion. He says in verse 17, And you shall put settings of stones in the breastplate. Four rows of stones. This is important. The first row shall be a sardius, a topaz, and an emerald. 
This is in the New King James. This shall be the first row. Then it says the second row shall be a turquoise, a sapphire gem, and a diamond. And then the third row, a jacinth, an agate, and an amethyst. And the fourth row, beryl, onyx, and jasper. They shall be set in gold settings. And then he goes on to say, And the stones shall have the names of the sons of Israel, twelve according to their names, like the engravings of a signet, each one with its own name. They shall be according to the twelve tribes. So this is on the breastplate of the priest. And we're going to talk about the purpose of this in just a second. But just to set the tone, this is something that the most, the high priest wears in the presence of God. He is ministering in the tabernacle or the temple, we know, later when they built the temple. They are ministering to the Lord. They are serving the Lord, and this is how they're supposed to clothe themselves. And we know the Bible says that we are a living sacrifice, that we are priests, amen, somebody. The Bible says that you are a holy nation. You are a, a, a priesthood, amen. And so we can take um, instruction from this as to how we're supposed to clothe ourselves. So there's value, there's precious nature to our heart. The breastplate covers the heart. And so the Bible tells us in Jeremiah 17 that our default position is to have a wicked heart. And so God has to give us something we don't have. From heaven, by his spirit, he gives us our soul desire, that is himself, to change our heart. The Bible says he will take out of our heart, uh, take out of uh, our hard heart out of our flesh, and he will give us a heart of flesh. He gives us a new heart when we become, become a new creature. And he says, and I will cause you to do my commandments. And it's through him that we do what he wants us to do. So how do you find truth? How to find truth? It's by having his heart. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. So to know him, to have his heart, his mind, his thoughts, his principles, his ways, that is the way to truth. And so when I'm asking questions about, should my daughter get the vaccine? Am I talking to any moms and dads here? When I'm asking about who should I vote for or should I vote at all, the Bible does not tell you at all that you have to vote. Glory to Jesus. You might have certain races that you won't vote in because you don't feel the leading of the Lord, and that's okay. I'm not telling you how to do this. I'm just saying here's the concept that the breastplate on it has the lapis lazuli, which is in verse uh, 18 where it says the word sapphire. Well, that is lapis lazuli, which is a, a gemstone, which was in my spirit when the Lord woke me up this morning. And he's encouraging us to make sure that we center our decisions on his heart. Remember, the breastplate was put on over the garments of the priest, over his heart. And that's where we're going to go right now. And then we're going to go to another verse and it's going to bless you. So in verse uh, 29, in Exodus 28, we're still there. It says, so Aaron, who is the high priest, shall bear the names of the sons of Israel on the breastplate of judgment over his heart. Glory to Jesus. So here we are as, as a nation of priests, glory to God. And the Lord wants us to be as Aaron. He wants us to have his heart over our hearts. But remember, it says, bear the names of the sons of Israel. We can carry the purposes of God for his people over our heart. He has one will for his people. Listen, 1 Corinthians says that we should speak the same thing. We should have one mind and one judgment. So where we see ourselves dividing over masks and whether or not they're righteous or not, that's where we've not come into agreement with God's heart. There's only one judgment about that. 
When we hear people saying that you're a puppet of the government because you have a vaccine, I don't know if this is accurate, but this is what I've heard. I don't know if that's perfectly accurate about what people are saying, but I know I've heard it and I've seen it written places. People are saying that the vaccine's unholy and all these kinds of things, or it's the, the mark of the beast. If there's that division in the body of Christ, some saying it is and it's not, that means we don't have the same judgment, which means we're not all in allegiance with the heart of God. So we need to find truth by going to his heart. Listen to this. And that, back to that verse, Exodus 28. This is a good word, Lord. Exodus 28, 29. So Aaron shall bear the names of the sons of Israel on the breastplate of judgment over his heart. God's heart is for his people. God's heart is for his children. And so whatever we do, we know it's, it, if it's in God, it's for his children. It's the best he has to offer for his children. I'm going to say it again. It's the best he has to offer for all of his children. And that's why it behooves us to come to God and come to his heart. So let's talk about how do you come to God? You're looking for truth. You've got questions and you want to find God's heart about that thing. You want to know how do I handle the vaccine? How do I handle COVID? How do I handle my, my budget? How do I handle decisions about purchases? How do I handle what to name my children? Glory to Jesus. He wants to be involved in all of it. Why? He says, I am a consuming fire. The Bible says I'm a jealous God. Why? He wants it all. He owns it all and he gives us dominion in the earth, but he wants us to have dominion through him. So we come to him to a steward and be faithful stewards in the earth over what it is he's given us. He didn't give us free reign to just do whatever we want. And this is where Christianity has really got to mature. We as the body of Christ, the bride of Christ, we need to be clothed in the pure bridely gown that is white. When we're coming toward our bridegroom, we're on the aisle. We've not reached him yet, but we're walking toward him. And as we walk toward him, we're supposed to be breaking from uh, where it says leave and cleave. We're breaking from the world and going to cleave into him. And it's a continual process. He's bringing us to him over the, over, over the course of time. The Bible says he's coming back for a bride that doesn't have a spot or a wrinkle. Well, we're not wrinkle-free and spotless yet. And so he's ironing out those things, glory to God. He's applying the fuller soap, glory to God, to get out those stains. And one of the things that he's doing is getting pride out of us and getting self-directedness out of us, getting independence out of us, getting rebellion out of us, getting delusion out of us. The enemy's plan is to delude your mind, cause you to work in agreement with his plan, which is to divide us. Glory to God. Anytime you see division in the body of Christ, know it's not God's will and the enemy's hand is in it. And we've got to find God's heart so we can come to agreement together. Glory to God. Bless the Lord. So back to Exodus 28 and verse 29. So Aaron shall bear the names of the sons of Israel because God is, he has them on his heart and he wants our heart to be about his people. You should bear the names of the sons of Israel on the breastplate of judgment over his heart. So it's called the breastplate of judgment. Bible says in 1 Corinthians 1 that we should have the same judgment, glory to God. And so when we have the same judgment, it's his judgment. We should have the breastplate of judgment over our hearts, glory to Jesus. Not our own judgment. The Bible says our hearts are desperately wicked and it says who can know it? We can't know our own heart, but God knows the heart. He tries our thoughts and he gives us what we deserve according to the things that we do. And we want those things to be the things he wants us to do because the blessings of God maketh rich and add no sorrow. Glory to Jesus. We need to be making decisions that we might not prefer because we know God's going to bless them. Glory to God. I might not prefer to take a vaccine. I might not trust it, but I trust God. Glory to Jesus. Can we get to a place where we can say to ourselves, listen, I'm honest. 
I don't trust this thing, but I trust God and I feel him moving my heart toward this because I have peace there, because I see it's a for his people. I see that it's love. I see that it's, it's him moving on the behalf of his people, not just me. And the Bible says in 1 John 4, this is another way we can, we can find a symptom of whether or not something is of God or not. It says, we know we abide in God's love when we love one another. So where we don't see love for one another happening, it's not the will of God. God's perfect will has not been had. And so we need to find how does God want his people to be loved? I'm convinced the vaccine is a way God has allowed himself to be revealed in his people, to love his people, protect his people. And within the body of Christ and all over the world, not just in the body of Christ, we have this division over vaccine. And God wants to love his people by giving them a healing option in a vaccine that doesn't require supernatural healing. Why? Because people who don't know Christ can still get the healing. The people who are outside of the, the, the purposes of God can still get the healing through a vaccine. Someone who's Muslim, someone who's Hindu, someone who's Buddhist, someone who is doing all kinds of Baha'i stuff, someone who's in another place in their faith can still get the healing through a vaccine. Listen, we got to know the heart of God. We're all his children. We're all his people. We're all people he's trying to bring us to himself. He doesn't want us to die before that happens. And so he's preserving life so that people have opportunity. The mercy of God, the mercy of God endures forever. He's opening up gates of healing for people. And this is just one example. This is not just about vaccines. I'm just telling you the heart of God is for us to come to him. And this is how we come to him to get the judgment that he um, has in his mind about a matter. So Aaron shall bear the names of the sons of Israel on the breastplate of judgment over his heart. So his heart is being superseded by God's heart. It's not about me. Hamasha, spirit of God, bless the Lord. And he says he's going to bear the names of the sons of Israel on the breastplate of judgment over his heart when, when he goes into the holy place as a memorial before the Lord continually. He goes with the, the, the judgment, the breastplate of judgment over his heart when he goes into the holy place. When you're getting decisions from God, block out the opinions of people. Ah, only the high priest could go into the most holy place. Only the priesthood of the tribe of Levi could go into the holy place. It was a place that only certain people could go and they would go minister alone in the holy place. You've got to get to know the voice of God in your own private time. Don't read the blogs. Don't read the blogs. Don't listen to the podcasts before you go to the heart of God and get his heart. Be patient to learn his heart and know his heart. His heart is always about love. His heart is for the foreigner. His heart is for the widow. His heart is for the stranger. His heart is for the broken. His heart is for those who need healing. His heart is for the sheep who are outside of the ark of safety, the one who got away, not just the 99. He leaves those who are in safety to get those who are outside of safety. And we need to know his heart. He's not just about the people we think are favorites. We're all his favorite. Oh, God. This discrimination that we find within the body of Christ, where we point fingers at certain types of people, homosexuals, transgenders, people who don't dress a certain way, people who get vaccines or don't wear masks or don't. We, we do all this judgment, the Republican or de Democrat. This stuff is not the heart of God. And so the Bible encourages us that if your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. So if your politics cause you to sin, get rid of it. 
If, if Facebook causes you to sin, get rid of it. If mass vaccines cause you to sin, you need to get the heart of God because he doesn't bring judgment. Judgment is not now. The judgment we're talking about today is how to make decisions. God's judgment is not coming yet. When Jesus returns, that judgment is coming. Now, we all make decisions and we can decide to follow Christ and we end up judging ourselves when we don't follow Christ. And so we shouldn't be those types of people. We should be the people who are following Christ in his heart in decision making. And I'm going to wrap up here and I'm going to pray because God is so excited. He allowed COVID to expose our heart condition that there are places where we have not put the breastplate of judgment over our heart, where he has not been superseding our preferences and opinions. Listen, the, the Lord told me one day, he said, Frank, what is your opinion worth? I said, I don't know. He says it's worth nothing. Now, that might sound offensive to some people, but it's right. God owns it all. God is sovereign. He reserves the right to be in charge, and he is, in my opinion, does not matter. Now, he wants to know my opinion so he can correct it and direct me into his opinion. He doesn't chide me for having an opinion. I can go to him, but I don't need to share with you my opinion. My opinion doesn't matter. I'm not here to tell you what to do. I'm not here to give you my opinion about any of the stuff that's going on in the world right now. I'm here as a servant of the Lord. These are the types of people you need to be listening to right now. I'm going to read this and we're going to wrap up. The Bible says, Finally, brethren, by, be strong in, in the Lord and in the power of his might. Ephesians 6, verse 10. And in verse 11, it says, Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Put on the whole armor. Don't leave any of this out. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. When we see people, we've taken our eyes off the, off the prize but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places which have been defeated, if you're in Christ. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand when? In the evil day. And having done all to stand. Whole armor for the evil day. What is in the armor that we need to have in its fullness? Stand therefore, having girding your, girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of what? righteousness the breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace above all taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of God doing what praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for who all the saints we should be praying all the time in the spirit with perseverance for all the saints, not just the people that agree with the things in our wicked heart. And I'm not saying you're wicked. I'm just saying we have to be careful. We know our proclivities so that we don't have a confirmation bias where when we hear the thing that we want, we go there and we go around those people and we only go around those people and everyone else is outside the will of God. No, we should be praying always with all prayer and supplication, making petition for all of our brothers and sisters, for all the saints. And the whole armor of God that, that Paul is behooving us by the Spirit of God, the Spirit of God is behooving us to put on every part of the armor of God, not just the sword of the Spirit that we like to wield and show people the Word of God. This is what the Word says. But do you have on the breastplate of righteousness? Righteousness is being in right standing with God that has the heart of God. Are you speaking the Word in the heart of God? Oh, how many times has the Word been used as a weapon 
The, the evil one used the word of God against Jesus. He said, if you are the son of God, then cast yourself off of this cliff, this mountain, because the Bible says, the word of God says that angels will bear you up on their wings and they will not cause your foot to stumble. <laughs> and Jesus had, to, had the heart of God and said, get thee behind me, Satan. <laughs> For the word of God says, do not tempt the Lord your God. He knew the heart of the Father in the Word. He didn't just know the Word. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That's how we can have factions in the body of Christ. We can have people that believe you should worship on Sunday and people that believe you worship on Saturday because two different judgments about the Word of God. There is one truth. Saturday or Sunday, and I'm not telling you which one. That's not my point right now. I haven't prayed into that. My point is that we should be as Aaron with the breastplate of judgment on every day, all day, praying in the spirit, in the holy place, in his presence. No one's around seeking him for the decision as we seek his truth, which is the only truth, so that we can make the decisions that impact our lives, our world, and we can't leave this out, our neighbor. Anything we're doing that does not bring our neighbor closer to Jesus. And that doesn't mean we're not going to offend people because a lot of times offending people does bring them closer to Jesus. That's not my point. I'm not saying that we got, we got to have a patty cake faith. I'm saying that whatever we do should be doing done in love that edifies knowledge puffs up, says the word love edifies. So anytime we're using the word of God and it's not edifying, through love, then we're walking in judgment against people in our own knowledge, which is not God's heart. I pray now, Lord, in Jesus' name, as we wrap this up, may you cause your judgment, your ways, your mind, your principles, your laws, that which you said are pure words, may they invade the minds of your people. May your voice become so clear in the secret May we learn the secret place. May we learn that real prayer and real relationship happens in a closet. You said that when we go to the Lord in prayer, we should go into our closet and shut the door. Get us away from this corporate power move that the enemy is trying to move through the body of Christ like yeast. We're not about power. We're about serving. We're about serving the power that comes from dying. God, I pray you teach us how to put on the breastplate of judgment each and every day by your spirit. And for those that are struggling with this, God, I pray you give them great peace. Someone that might be struggling to like, okay, well, I hear you, Frank, or I hear you, Lord, but I don't know. I just kind of like going with this direction I'm going because it just feels right. And they might be struggling with repentance. God, give us fruit of repentance. Show us the proof that we have a heart toward you. Humility is a good place to start. You said, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God and you will lift us up. You said that you resist the proud, but you give grace to the humble. We need to walk in grace in this hour. May we come before your throne of grace in this time of need in Jesus name. Amen. And I'll leave it there. Um, Lapis Lazuli is also in the throne room. <laughs> Lapis Lazuli if you want to find the judgment of God, go to his throne room. Lapis Lazuli is in the presence of God. His judgment is where he is. Don't go to the papers. Don't go. <laughs> There's a specific paper in my mind I'm thinking about 
that is drawing people away into conspiracy theories. Listen, false prophecy is out there, y'all. False teaching. It is the last days and you need to have your own urum and thummim, your own breastplate of judgment over your heart. And you only can get it by going into his throne room. God bless you. I praise God for you. Until next week, I pray that the Lord's peace will be with you. You can find us at faithfireworldwide.com. You can partner with us there as well. Also, feel free to join our email list there. Uh, if you join our email list on the homepage, I'm um, preparing more messages throughout the week as the Lord is speaking through me, speaking to me through dreams and visions and what he's saying to his people. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face shine upon you. Be gracious to you. May he lift his countenance upon you and give you peace. In Jesus' name, we'll see you. Thank you.